0: the God that we serve, the God that's worthy of it all.
1: Amen. Amen God bless you
0: this evening. It's such a privilege to be in the house of the Lord with you and I certainly enjoyed our, ourselves today spending time with you and getting acquainted with you and you realize that we're human beings just like you're human beings. and we're we're in this together and we're going to win. Yeah. we're going to win and this evening, This evening, we're going to just let ourselves loose, and we're going to let the Holy Ghost have its way, and we're expecting big things from a big God. Is that your desire? You're expecting big things from a big God. I want you to realize the big picture here this evening of what is taking place here. I want you to realize that this is more than just another camp. I want you to realize the dynamics of this camp. There may have been other camps in the past, but this camp... I want you to realize and I want you to not miss what is going on here. This camp almost didn't happen. There's a lot of things that are going on in the Spencer family that may have maybe has seemed to kind of throw some things back. But I want you to realize that, that you are here at this moment. And I believe that God has something supernatural in store for you. And your pastor it has it's been laid upon his heart to have this camp for you. Sister Adriana, I don't believe that you're here by happenstance, you may have been planning to come here, but I believe that this weekend is a weekend that is ordained of the Lord for each and every one of you, and I don't want you to miss what is going on, There's God's got a vision, He's got a vision what is going to take place this weekend, and He is going to make sure it comes to pass, and we want to be right in the spot and ready for it to happen in our lives, is that correct? Amen. Hey Amen. If you have your Bibles this evening, we'll we'll turn over to the book of Psalms, chapter forty-seven. Psalms chapter forty-seven and verse one. I want to again say it's it's a real honor to be here with you all, and we certainly love the youth, and uh, we still consider ourselves a youth, and uh, we're only thirty-two years old, and uh, so we're. We're still considered youth. My wife told me that when I turned 30 that I had to grow up. I didn't listen to her. So we're just, we're, just, we're just happy to be a part of the youth. Amen. Psalms 47 and verse 1. And before we read that this evening, I'd like to read you a, a quote from the Ephesian church age. Brother Branham says it is it is his life that is flowing and pulsating in the church giving her life. And Without him there would be no life. Salvation is of the Lord. There was no one with him when he trod the fierceness of the wrath of the fiery furnace. It was not another but him who hung upon the cross and gave his blood. And he is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is Alpha and Omega of our salvation. We are espoused to Him and not another. Notice these words we don't belong to the church, we belong to Him. His word is law, creeds, dogmas, and bylaws, and constitutions have no effect on us. Yes, it is Jesus alone who walks in the midst of the churches. It is God in her willing and doing of his good pleasure. Never forget that. It is God in her willing and doing of his good pleasure. Never forget that. It is God in her willing and doing of his good pleasure. Never forget that. This has nothing, this has not, this is not about, this is not about myself. This is not something that brother Michael has done, but this is God's doing. Never forget that you have one relationship to God and God has one relationship to you. That is Jesus and Jesus alone. From that, I would like to speak to you again on, on where we belong. We belong to Him. Psalms 47 and verse 1. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord most high is terrible. He is a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. Notice these words. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob whom he loved. He has chosen the place that we belong in. Verse 5. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our king. Sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth, sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the heathen, God sitteth upon the the throne of his holiness. The princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of the God of Abraham, for the shields of the earth belong unto God. He is greatly exalted. Amen. May God bless his word. Let's speak to him just now. Heavenly Father, we approach your throne of grace and mercy, Lord. By the way of prayer, and we pray in the name of Jesus Christ this evening. And We realize that the prophet would tell us that when we begin to pray in that name, it's just like you're asking these things. And Father, you see each and every one of your children here this evening. Father, you know what they came to this camp desiring. Lord, you've seen the questions that, that were presented to them, and you see the answers that they wrote down. Father, I'm asking Lord that you would go down their list tonight. I pray that you would go down through there, Father. There's things that maybe they they don't understand. Maybe there's things that they're struggling with. Maybe there's things that they 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 just need a, a closer walk. Maybe they need a deeper understanding. But Father, I pray that you would give them a supernatural experience like never before. I pray that they would experience the power of the Holy Ghost that no matter a doctor of divinity, no matter an atheist or an agnostic would stand up against them, that they would be able to stand there face to face to them and say, I know the difference because I met God. I pray that this camp, Father, that we would not miss what is happening here, but we would catch the vision, Father. Lord, this was in your mind. Now, Father, we are watching the manifestation of what the attributes, those things that were in your mind, Father. Lord, we're watching them be displayed in front of us, Father. And, Lord, we're here to play our part this evening. And we want our life to meet each and every beat of the sheet music here this evening. And we pray the power of the Holy Ghost would reach out, Father. Now, Lord, I pray that you would bind up every evil spirit, Father, that would try to hinder this service. The enemy always likes to show his face when you're getting ready to do something. So I pray today in the name of Jesus that you would bind this demon of of doubt and fear and unbelief. And I pray God that, that your spirit would have an access of liberty and freedom here. and You'd move out across this congregation of young people. And you would just bless their hearts. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray these things. And the church says... Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. As we said, we'd like to speak to you again on where we belong. I have been commissioned as a son of God and as a son of Brother Ron Spencer to show no mercy on the devil. And so in in that doing that, he has showed the enemy has showed no mercy to us, so let's show him no mercy. And this this land that we live in of the message of the hour, this is a land and it's God's will for us as young people and as people of God to inhabit the promises of God. You see, God had all of these things bottled up as it were inside of Him, but He did not keep those things to Himself, but He gave them to His children. You see, when God gave you this weapon, this weapon of the Word, He gave you the very best thing that He could give you when He gave you His Word... And you see, the enemy cannot get you, get to you, as long as you're behind that word. But when you move out from behind that word, that's where the enemy would like to slip in and like to destroy your life. But I want to encourage you this evening, in the name of the Lord, to stand behind this word, to stand upon this word, because you realize this evening that Jesus said that heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. So if we're standing upon the basis of God's word, we know we're in good play. We're in a very good. Because we know that that no matter the the attack of the enemy, we know that that God is going to win. And God has given us everything that we have need of in this journey when He gave us the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to ask you this evening, how many has got the baptism of the Holy Ghost here? Amen. Praise the Lord. So He has given you everything that you have need of for this journey. And He has brought you into this land of the promises of the Old Testament and the New Testament. And it has been said that in in the book of the Bible that there is over 8,800 promises of God throughout the Bible through Old Testament and New Testament. There's 8,800 promises of God. And throughout the Bible, there's nine promises of Satan. And every time you look at those promises that Satan made, every single time Satan lied. Nine times Satan lied, but over 8,800 times, Jesus Christ kept His Word over 8,800 times. He's a God that keeps His Word. He's a God that cannot fail. If He's the Lord, that God that, that will heal all of your diseases, He's the Lord thy God that will heal all of your diseases. If he's the God that said he would save you, he's the God that he was said that he would save you. He's still the same God. And throughout the message of William Branham, there was, it has been calculated by the by, by Brother Wayne Lawson. He had his sister go throughout the whole message. And there's over eighty three hundred and eighty visions in Brother Branham's ministry that you can hear on tape. Those things are wrote down. Those things are available for you and I. But I want you to understand this evening that you have received a word of this hour that is none other than thus saith the Lord. Now the enemy may beat you around on your emotions and maybe you got excited here at camp but he cannot beat you around on thus saith the Lord. Are you with me this evening? As young people you've got to have an experience that, that shakes you down on the inside of your soul where you know you met God face to face. Moses knew when he come out of Egypt that he did not have anything but an intellectual conception. But when he got back there on the backside of that desert and he met that pillar of fire face to face, he knew that he had met the God that was speaking to him. He knew that he had met the God of Abraham. Abraham, God had told Abraham to look through the land, but now there was going to be somebody that would rise up and walk through the land of promise. Here this man by the name of Moses was a man that, that was predestined to be a deliverer of the children of Israel. And here Moses is rising to the occasion. Moses had an intellectual conception that, that God, that God was going to use him as a deliverer because his mama said, son, I believe that God is going to use you, that you are raised up. I watched as I put you in the Nile River and you passed through and the angels of God were standing upon, they were standing upon that ark as I put it upon that bulrush and I, I sent it out there in the crocodile infested river and I watched you, your sister watched you go all the way down to Pharaoh's house and you made it through Pharaoh's house. You made it all the way through. I believe that you're raised up for this purpose. But you see, it took more than an intellectual conception for Moses to recognize that he was that deliverer. But when he got back there and he spoke face to face to God, he knew that he knew that he knew. Right. Amen. Can't work. Can't work. My Pablo Spencer always told us we can't cut wood with with a coat on, and I can't swing my sword with a with a coat on. So let's let's just let's just swing that sword this evening. But Moses, when he got back there, he knew exactly where he was standing at. And you see, Moses desired that he would see God, and Moses began to speak to God, and he wanted to see God. And God allowed him to hide in the cleft of the rock and hid him back there. And he allowed Moses to see the hind part of a man as he walked past. But I want you to realize tonight, young people, that God has given you a closer relationship to God than what Moses even had. Because Moses was only able to see the back part of a man. But you can look over in the book of Revelations chapter one and you can see the seven personages of Jesus Christ. You can see him face to face. You can see his eyes. You can see everything about him. So today you have a closer relationship to God than what Moses had. How much more... How much more, young people, has he got a purpose in your life for you to take this sword of the Spirit and cut down every demonic power that has rose against us in Laodicea? I say tonight in the name of the Lord that there's a young people that's going to push aside every demon of doubt, every demon of criticism, every demon of skepticism and says, I'm here and I'm fully persuaded that God is able to keep me all the way through Laodicea. Hallelujah. You see, all of these promises of God, they do not degrade us as Satan does. But every one of them lift us up. You see, we belong in the land of triumph, not the land of defeat. You see, God does not want you belonging in the land of sickness or in the land of misery. You know, the Bible said that I would, above all things, that thou wouldest prosper and be in good health as your soul prospers. It's the enemy's tactic that would make you sick. It's the enemy's tactic that would make you live in torment. But it's God's will that you would be healthy. I believe that you can live healthy and I believe you can stay healthy. I believe that this gospel has the power to create limbs. I believe that this gospel, this message of this hour has the ability to transform lives. I believe the message of the hour with everything that's within me. There ain't one bit of question on the inside of me because I met the God. I met the God of William Branham. I met the God of Tom Ray. I met the God of Ron Spencer. I met the God of Ed Biscoe. I met that God and that God took me all the way through when I had fear, when I had pain, when I had doubts. God was there. There may not have been anybody else around, but he's always there. Don't you ever fear, young people, to go anywhere or do anything for the never-failing presence of Jesus Christ is with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. You belong in the land of triumph. I want you to realize that before David ever went down in that valley and he saw David, when David, before he ever got down there, before he ever seen the battle, that God had already seen David in victory. He'd already seen him in victory before he ever got there. I want you to know this, that I don't need to know Goliath's strength when I know God's strength. Amen. I don't I don't know I don't have to know the power of cancer when I know God's power. I don't know I don't have to know the power of Laodicea when I know God's power. All I know is, Brother Martin, is that this Goliath is too big to miss. He's too big to miss. You have been given a stone of the Word to stick it in the sling of the Holy Spirit and send it exactly to the spot that God has predestined for you. God has not birthed you to live in misery or live in pain. He has birthed you to live an overcoming life, to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. This is where you belong at. The Bible said in Psalms forty-seven, "Oh, clap your hands all ye people. And shouting to God with the voice of triumph. Now I want you to understand that victory and triumph are two different things. Victory is when you win the battle. But triumph is the celebration of victory. You see triumph is when the Roman army would, would go into battle. Triumph is when the Roman army would go into battle. And they win that victory. But triumph is when they came back into the city and they begin to show the spoils of their victory. And they begin to parade and display the glory and the power of their kingdom that they had come back and they'd won that victory. You see triumph is showing it's the celebration of victory. So tonight young people I want you to declare from your lips that tonight is my night of celebration. Tonight is a night when we kill the fatted calf and prodigals come back. Tonight is a night when we celebrate. Cloverdale, I want you to celebrate tonight. Parents that are streaming, I want you to celebrate tonight. Tonight is the night of celebration. Demons will flee. Depression will flee. Cancer has to leave. Hallelujah. We will celebrate the victory tonight. Who therefore? You know, the Bible says in Romans 8 and 33, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. It is He. Who is He that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Answer me this. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all of these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded. and I want you to realize where Paul was writing these things from. He's writing these things from a damp dungeon. He's got soldiers that are tied onto him. And there are shoulders, soldiers that are tied onto him that are requesting to be tied onto him. Because they recognize the power of Paul. Nice. But in, in this state he was not sitting in a camp setting like you are. But he was sitting in a dungeon. And maybe that's where you're at tonight. But maybe you could scream out of your dungeon tonight. Nay, in all of these things. We are more than conquerors. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I was sitting in the cabin today, I had to take Victory Day playing. I heard Brother Branham say, that's what the devil is so after us about. That's what the devil is so after the bride, the church. So for now, it's getting close to the V-Day. She's getting real close. That's when the enemy does his works to reroute. That's when the enemy does his worst to reroute your plans and disrupt your, disrupt your health and disrupt your mind and disrupt your spirit. It's because he realizes you're getting ready to have a breakthrough. You're getting ready to have a victory. So for us to have a victory, we gotta have a fight. But I want you to know, children, that you're getting ready. You're right on the verge of a breakthrough. But I want to hear it from your lips. I want to hear it from your mouth. I want to hear it from you. Oh, shout with the voice of triumph. Amen. You see, David was saying these things. But I want to hear it from a people of today that's overcome in Laodicea. That we will shout, not with a voice of victory, but with a voice of triumph. Amen. You got to realize that you're engaged in a warfare. You gotta realize that the battle ain't about you. But the battle's the Lord's. You gotta realize that you gotta let God loose. So many people determine that that God's gotta do this and God's gotta do that before he can heal me. Or I gotta make this step before before I ever get filled with the Holy Ghost. I gotta go through these 17 steps. I want you to know they ain't what they ain't seventeen steps you can read through the books in Barnes and Noble and Books A Million, and they can give you the, the course of how you can overcome it. But I want you to know that overcoming is recognizing the devil in every single one of his tricks. But you got to realize that you got to let God loose in your situation. He wants to heal you more than you want to be healed. He wants to feel you more than you want to be filled. He wants to give you the baptism of the Holy Ghost more than you're desiring this evening. But you got to let God loose. You know, you've you got to let yourself loose and say, God, no matter how it comes, I want it. If it comes and i got to speak in tongues, I want to have it. But some people don't want to go and get dirty and they don't want to die out and they don't want to have, they don't want to go through the misery of dying. You see, the reason why people hold on to those things and they don't want to, they don't want to come to the altar and they don't have a good old-fashioned Pentecostal experience is because they love living with devils. They love the thing that they're doing and as long as you love living with an enemy, you'll never get rid of it. But when you really hate living with the devil, that's when you'll kick him out. You got to realize young people that there's a devil out there that is wanting to kill you. He's wanting to steal your life. He's wanting to destroy your family. He's wanting to destroy your future. But I want you to realize that the battle belongs to the Lord. Can he say that tonight that the battle belongs to the Lord? But you still got to show up. You still got to show up for the battle. Well, he's going to win it anyway. I ain't got to show up. No, you got to get off your beanbag. You got to stop eating the Cheetos and you're going to have to rise up out of your stupor and get up. And you got to rise and shake yourself. Come on, the Philistines are up on you, Samson. Shake yourself. Come on, church of the living God. Shake yourself. There's a demon out there trying to kill you. Shake yourselves. Let the power of the Holy Ghost set you free tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's just let him loose tonight. Let's just let him loose tonight. You see, David had to go down there and he had to pick up those stones out of that valley. He had to go down there and carry that sling. He had to walk in that valley. But David didn't have to go down there and pray through about it. Brother Branham said in one place that David was prayed through before the foundation of the world. You ain't got to stand up and say, oh, I got to do this or I got to do that. Just walk out in that valley. There's a demon that's scared of you, young people. It's a time that you arise. Wake up. Walk out of the prison cell. You know, there's power in prayer. You may be sitting here and you realize that there's a young person that needs deliverance. Why don't you go to praying for them? You say, well, you don't understand the situation. I don't have to understand the situation. God does. But I believe that there's so much power in prayer that young people like you, brother Jake, young people like you, brother Silas, can go to praying and set somebody else free. Because the Bible says in Acts in 12 that when, that when the, when the, when the high priest had apprehended Peter, that the saints went to praying. And when they went to praying, there began, began to be an angel in that prison cell. And he came and he woke up Peter. And he touched him on the side and he told him to arise. But I want you to notice this, that there had to be a reaction in Peter. Before the angel loosed him. You see he told him to arise. And when he arose. Then the chains fell. There's got to be some young people that arise. This happened all because there was saints of praying. What would happen tonight. If you go to praying for your brother. What would happen tonight if you go to praying for your family. You know some of you sitting here and you know your parents ain't got the Holy Ghost. But what about you tonight? You're sitting there and you've got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Why don't you start praying for your mama? Start praying for your daddy. Start praying for your loved one. And you watch God come on the scene. I'm going to challenge you tonight. If you'll pray to a Papa God, to an almighty God, that God will come and set you free. Either this message is right or it's wrong. I believe it with everything that's within me. Brother Branham said it God is my friend and it don't matter what the devil is he, he is against me but as long as God is my friend Amen. you say well I don't have very many friends God called you his friend so tonight David walked into that valley and he killed Goliath but David didn't stay in that valley He began to tell it throughout the whole camp of Israel. That there was a God that delivered him. There was a God that delivered him from a bear. There was a God that delivered him from a lion. And he would deliver him from this Goliath. You know, you can read through that, you can read through that passage in 1 Samuel 17. And you would have never known about David's trophies unless David would have said something about it. David is the one that said that God was with me when I killed the bear. David was the one that said I was, God was with me when I killed the lion. It came out of his own mouth. What about you? What about your trophies? You can look at Brother Ron. You can see his trophies. You can look at Brother Andrew. You can look at me and you can see these things. You can look at my trophies. But what about your trophies? What about reminding the young people about your trophies? That you overcame these things. And if God did it for me, he can do it for you. David began to stick his sword. He took took Goliath's sword and he cut off Goliath's head and he began to drag it through the city and he began to run out through there and said, If I can do it, you can do it. I want you to know the same God that Brother Tom Ray led me to the Lord up in Victoria 12 years ago. He can lead you tonight to the same God. You can have the same experience. That proves right there you can get the Holy Ghost anywhere. You can get it in your car. You can get it on the streets. You can get it in your house. You can get it in a pew. You can get it in Walmart. You can get it in Target. You can get it in Costco. The Holy Ghost will come to you. Don't miss what's going on here. Don't miss what's going on here. God has brought you to this Mount Baker camp for this time. I would not leave here until I got it. I wouldn't leave here till I got my victory and I shouted it out. I wouldn't leave here. I wouldn't leave here. You think about your pastor, Brother Biscoe, as he began to call my mother and she began to talk to him about where Brother Ron was at in the hospital. Talk to him where he's at. Sister Connie, where are you at? Well, the Lord's laid it on my heart. We bought Mount Baker Camp, and the Lord's laid it on my heart that Brother Ron is going to be the speaker at next year's camp. Don't miss what's going on here. Don't miss what's going on here. There's something supernatural that's going on in that event. You see, it takes more than a man to say those things. Because if Brother Ron dies in that situation, Brother Biscoe's whole ministry is on the line. But you see, it was more than a man that laid it upon Brother Biscuit's heart. It was my God that raised my daddy out of a burn unit. And if he could raise him out of a burn unit, he can raise him out of cancer. You gotta realize what's hinging on all of this event taking place. Brother, Brother Ron, I want you to bring your whole family to this camp. Twelve years ago, Brother Ron, bring your whole family to this camp. We all came, Brother Michael. There was something supernatural that was happening in that camp. You see, it had to, my dad. My daddy had to go through a burn. And Brother Bisco had to call my mama in a spot. And you see, my birth was hanging upon a fire. My birth was hinging on a fire. Children, I hope you hear me loud and clear that Andrew Spencer's birth belonged at Mount Baker Camp. And you think you just showed up here. Your birth is going to be a mess. You're going to have to cry through it. You're going to have to stomp through it. You're going to have to fight through it. But don't you be afraid of it. Don't you be afraid of it. God is good. He'll bring you through. He'll bring you through. He'll make a way. He's my God. He's your God. He's a mighty conqueror. He ain't never lost a battle. And he don't plan on losing one now. Come on somebody. You tried the internet out. Why don't you try God out? You tried drugs out. Why don't you try God out? You tried everything else out. Why don't you try God? You said I walked to the altar before. Why don't you walk one more time? You say, I shouted one time. will not you shout one more time? Don't you be afraid of that lying demon. He's been a liar ever since the beginning. Why would you start listening to him now? He's lied every single time. He's whispered. He's whispered in your ear that you're not going to get it this camp. You're going to have to wait till next camp. That's a good proof you're going to get it. Tonight is a night of celebration. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a greater kingdom than Rome here. This is the kingdom of God. And I want to tell you that you're already in the winner circle. You're already seen in the back of a book women. Paul said in Second Corinthians two and fourteen, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Now to have a victory you gotta fight. To have a victory, you gotta have a battle. And you gotta fight Satan off. You got a war on your hands. But this is where you belong at. This is where you belong, at. we're in a fight for our lives. We gotta fight to live, we gotta fight for our health, we gotta fight for our sanity, we gotta fight for our peace, we gotta fight for our joy, we gotta fight for love, we gotta fight for the Holy Ghost. Young people, you gotta fight for your family. The children of Israel, the promise was theirs that they could go out there and they could inhabit that land. But they had to fight for every inch of it because that was exactly where they belonged at. And God don't promise easy things. He promises a paradox. He promises impossible things. But I want you to know where God works best at is in impossibilities. The doctor says there's no way. That's when God shows up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see the journey of the children of Israel that it took them. You look at the journey that it took them to get there. They had to crawl through doubt. They had to fight through obstacles. They had to face the Red Sea. And fear tried to keep them from getting into that promised land. Critics tried to keep them from getting in that promised land. But that was where they belonged at. Demons are screaming just now because they realize that you're getting ready to have a breakthrough. They realize that there's a young people that's accepting what God has said and they are rejecting what the enemy has said. You're recognizing your position in Christ. You see the reason why Satan hates this word is because it tells you who you are. It tells you where you belong at. It tells you your position. And when you recognize your position as a son of God, war is open on hell. You know, but I've already read the back of the book. Brother Silas, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. You're going to grab your friend's hand and they're going to say, we're going to make it with you. Is that right, young people? I know you got some fight in you, buddy. I know you got some fight in you. Why don't you fight for your brother beside you? Why don't you fight for your sister beside you? Why don't you fight for your loved one? Say huh, uh not today Satan You ain't taking my family You ain't taking my people You ain't taking my young people You ain't taking my church You ain't taking my pastor You ain't taking nothing You're nothing but a lying devil Take your hands off of God's property I don't belong to Satan I belong to Papa God This is where we belong at The Bible says in Numbers 33 and 50. And the Lord spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you and baby around all their pictures and baby around all their molten images and quite leave them at all their high places. I don't believe God talks that way. But He says, Then you shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you and destroy all their pictures. Destroy all the pictures. Destroy all their molten images and quite pluck down all their high places. And you shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and that and dwell therein. For I've given you the land. Somebody say it's my land. To possess it. I have given you the land to possess it. You got to kick them off for your property. There's a squatter on your hands, what Brother Random said. There's a squatter. And you know you can come to this altar tonight. And I can pray that demon off of you. Because you see, I as a son in God. As an officer. As I stand here as an office. As the priesthood. I have the ability and the power and the anointing to cast that demon off of you. But you're the one that's got to keep it off. You can go to the pastor. You can have a counseling session for 32 hours. But the pastor can't be with you all the time. The pastor can't keep you. But there's a Holy Ghost here. There's a Holy Ghost that'll do more than a counseling session. There's a Holy Ghost that'll kick your demon out. There's a Holy Ghost that'll keep him out. There's a Holy Ghost that'll seal you to the day of your redemption. That's the kind of God I want on my side. You see, that squatter's going to come in and he's going to try to live off of your experience and try to degrade your experience. That's why you got to fight to maintain your borders. You gotta guard your border, sister. You gotta guard your dress. Brothers, you gotta guard your speech. Children, you gotta guard your heart. You gotta guard for your family. You gotta guard for everything. You see, these things have been given to you, these promises have been given to you. Malachi 4 has been given to you, the Holy Ghost has been given to you. But you gotta guard for those things. You gotta defend your God given rights. Is that right? We gotta defend these things. See, in every single age, God has had somebody that he could put his hands upon and say, that's my son. I can tell them to do something and they'll do it. That's the kind of people that God's looking for. That ain't afraid. That ain't afraid to put Satan in his place. God's always had an overcomer in every single age and God's looking for one today. If God can get one out of this camp, he'll take one. But I don't believe God's just satisfied with one. How How many young people you got here? 95 young people. God wants every bit of you. More? 100. Let's go 150. We'll take every single one of you. God don't want just one of you. He wants every single one of you tonight. And I'm not satisfied with just one. We are not leaving one hook behind. I'm not leaving one young person. If there's somebody going to fight for you, Andrew Spencer's going to fight for you. Michael Ray's going to fight for you. Tom Ray's going to fight for you. These brothers will fight for you. We're going to get down there. We're going to go to battle. And we're going to come out shouting. Celebrating the victory. Because we will win. We are more than conquerors. You're not just a conqueror. You're a super conqueror. No mercy, Satan. No mercy. You ain't showing us no mercy. Why should the people of God show Satan mercy? This attack on Brother Ron Spencer, this attack on Brother Tom Ray, is not just an attack on them in the flesh realm. This is an attack on the ministry. This is an attack on Jesus Christ. And we have showed up. We have showed up to go to battle. And we are not going to settle for half the victory. We're going to accept nothing but full victory. Who's with me? Who's going to break out their sling? Who's going to bring out their sword? And say we're more than able to take it. Sure we've had believers sign raise up. Sure we've had doubters raise up. But as for me and my house. I have chosen to serve a living God. Not a dead God. Not a weak God. But a mighty God. Hallelujah. You see, Satan tried his absolute best to keep Joshua from going into that promised land. You see, he tried to bring up false reports and said the message ain't right. He tried to bring up and said the fruit of the Spirit ain't exactly what they said it was. And there's giants on that land. You know, I find that real believers don't ever believe criticism anyway. They don't believe anything the devil says to them anyway. So why should we listen now? But they tried to bring up negativity and tell him about the land. Tell him about that there was all kinds of different things on that land. But you see the difference was to, to the rest of the congregation. He said Joshua was commissioned. He was a believer. And Joshua 1 and 5 says there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life as I was with Moses. So I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Now, I'm going to read that again. And when I read that, when I say I, I want you to put your name there. Is that okay? You understand? We can follow that rule, that little conception. So when I say I, you put your name there. So I won't say I. I'll say Andrew because I want to be a follower of what I'm even saying. That makes sense. (laughs) There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with excuse me, excuse me. Let me let me let me put it like As I was with Moses. When I say Moses, you put your name there. As I was with Andrew, so I will be with Andrew, and I will not fail Andrew, nor forsake Andrew. Now we're all on the same page. Y'all got me on the right page. Thank you. Appreciate that. So as I was with Andrew, so I will be with Andrew, and I will not fail Andrew nor forsake Andrew. That's the kind of God that I'm serving tonight. You see, Joshua was standing upon the commission as a believer, as a son of God. He knew where he was standing at. But you see, Satan knew he was doing his best to keep Joshua off the promised land. He was doing his best to keep him from getting in the promised land. Because Satan knew that if Joshua ever got in, Joshua would never get out. Come on somebody, I just dropped you a whole load right there. Because you see, Satan knows... That if you ever get in this message, he'll never get you out of this message. If you ever get this Holy Ghost, he won't get you out of this Holy Ghost. If you ever learn how to praise, he'll never stop you from praising. If you ever learn how to worship, you'll never stop worshiping. Satan has done his worst. But why should we listen to the enemy now? Let's go on all the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! And you may be wondering, when's it it my time? When's it my time? When should I do this? When should I go over? When should I fight? I find I find Brother Branham. He was dealing with a sister one time. She was she was sitting there and she was wondering, when is it my time? And Brother Branham began to speak to her. He says, "Sister, you were wondering when it was your time. Now's your time." Young people, you've been waiting. Now's your time. Arise and walk through the land. Look through the land. It's a good land. You belong here. Now's your time. I hear the sound of a rushing in the wind of the mulberry trees. It's a time to attack. It's a time to show no mercy. It's a time to arise and take down your enemy. Hallelujah church of the living God do you know where you stand at and Satan has to be careful of the people that know where they're standing we belong in this presence this atmosphere that you feel this atmosphere that has been set in this place brother Ryan he began to put that plow in the ground and he began to open up the ground and you begin to water that seed that's been placed there And you created an atmosphere where the Holy Ghost can come down and bless you. Where the Holy Ghost can minister to you. And that same one that was with Moses is standing right here. That same pillar of fire that was with William Branham is standing right here. I wouldn't tell you nothing wrong. I wouldn't tell you something. I wouldn't tell you anything. Because I got to know where I'm standing at. But I want you to know children. That that same pillar of fire. That was standing there in Houston. And had his picture taken with your prophet. Is in this building tonight. And he's willing to deliver every single one of you. If you'll just reach out and touch him. You can grab a hold of the connection line. That will lead you back to everything. That you hope dear in this life. If you'll just reach out. If you'll just reach out, if a little woman had a blood issue, could reach out, what about you? You belong right here. You belong right here. You belong right here. You may have felt like an outcast all of your life. You may have felt like you never fit in. That you were never just, you just kind of felt like you just didn't fit in at Cloverdale. That's a demon. That's a demon that would try to tell you that you you don't belong there. But I want to tell you that you belong right here. You belong in this land of the revealed word. You belong in the land of the opening of the seven seals. And it's your job to go and take this book. And eat this book. You can sit there all you want to. And you can cross your arms all you want to. But I want you to know. You will leave here the same way you walked in. And you're trying to buck me. And try to keep me from preaching. But you're not going to stop me from preaching tonight. The Holy Ghost sent me here. And if the Holy Ghost has got a job to do. He will accomplish what he sent his word to do. And it will not return void. So if I were you. I'd get with me tonight. You belong right here. So don't let that demon of hell try to keep you in your seat. You've been listening to him all your life. Why don't you stop listening to him? And why don't you come to Jesus? Brother Andrew, you ain't going to make me move. No, I'm not going to make you move. But if you're God's seed, God will get you. You can sit there if your old dirty habits all you want to. You can sit there if you're filth all you want to. You can sit there and that. Or you can get up and you can arise and receive deliverance. I'm not willing. I'm not willing to allow the enemy to try to stop you from getting your blessing. You don't belong in the land of cursing. You belong in the land of the blessings. You see, God did not intend you to be depleted of strength and wore out. That's the enemy's job. The enemy wants you to feel unsure. The enemy wants you to be depressed. The enemy wants you to not be confident and not healthy and not strong and not confident in your, in your weapon. But our weapons are not carnal. But they are mighty and pulling down the strongholds of Satan. And you should never live below your God-given privileges you got a right. I don't know how many Americans are here. But you got a right as an American citizen. And it seems like there are people that are rising up on the occasion to try to take away your gun rights. They're trying to take away our rights as citizens of the American nation. They're trying to steal those things from us. Everybody's marching and everybody's making statements. Well, you know, we've got to defend these rights. What about your God-given rights? You say, well, I'm a black person, I'm a white person, I'm a colored person. Why don't you stand up for your God-given rights? I want you to know, young people, the same blood that flows through your veins is the same blood that'll flow through a black person's veins, through a yellow person's vein, through a red person's vein, through a white person's vein, And the same 16 elements that created this body is the one that created your body. And the same Holy Ghost that lives here wants to live on the inside of you. The same Holy Ghost that came down in the form of Melchizedek and blew himself a body. And he said, you take that one, Gabriel. You take that one, Michael. You take that one. And he stepped into that body. Why don't you just let him step on in your body? Uh, Who wants to celebrate with me? There's a song we sing, we, we will not be defeated. We'll not be defeated. We'll not be defeated anymore. Oh, since the Holy Ghost came in and gave us power over sin, we'll not be defeated anymore. Who wants to sing a song of triumph with us tonight? We will not be defeated. Brother Branham said the biggest fault that I can find with any of the churches and especially the real churches born again. They don't know who they are. You don't realize what the privilege that God has given you. You're looking for something way off in some kind of a millennium. But that's one that the devil's pulled over you. The Bible says now are we the sons of God. Not we will be. We are now. And every redemptive blessing that the Lord Jesus died for is our personal property right Now, everything that he died for, not we will be, but we are now. This is where you belong. I want to give you a list, if you don't mind, of things that God says belongs to you and what Satan says belongs to you. So we'll give Satan his chance to speak. So Satan says that you belong in sickness. Satan says you belong with diseases. Satan says you belong in depression. Satan says you belong in complexes. Satan says you belong in homosexuality. Satan says you belong in stigmas. Satan says you belong in fear. Satan says you, you belong in anxiety. Satan says you belong in stomach trouble. Satan says you belong in nervousness. Satan says you belong with chains on. Satan says you belong with curses. Satan says you have to, you have to live with demons and you can't break that cycle. That's what Satan says that you belong with. So who do you want to listen to tonight? Who do you want to listen to tonight? God or Satan? So I want to tell you some things that God has said that belongs to you. Is that alright with you? I like finding out what I own. I, find, I like finding out what it belongs to me. He says heaven belongs to me. He says the Holy Ghost belongs to me. He said every promise in the book belongs to me. He said healing belongs to me. Deliverance belongs to me. Love belongs to me. Peace belongs to me. Joy belongs to me. Happiness belongs to me. Faith belongs to me. Blessings and salvation and deliverance belong to me. Eternal life and overcoming power. The blood of Jesus belongs to me. His word belongs to me. This message belongs to me. This anointing belongs to me. This Jesus belongs to me. I choose to listen to Jesus. You can sign up for every demonic power you want to. But I am listening to a God that has the keys to death and hell. He's got them in His hands tonight. The maker of heaven and earth holds your, He holds your life in His hands. And death and hell, He has the keys to them why don't you start shaking the keys in the devil's face and say you don't even own the keys to your own house you can't even lock your door you can't even shut your door and lock it but my God has the keys of death hell and the grave and Satan says you belong in hell how can you belong in hell when Satan can't lock the door Satan says you belong in sickness how can he lock you up in that I want you to know hell cannot loose what God has bound and hell cannot bind what God has loosed. Rise up out of your prisons, hell. Get up on out of it. You got the keys to walk on out. He didn't just give it to himself. He give it to you tonight. Walk out of your prison cell. Walk out of your depression. Walk out of your complex. Walk out of cancer. Walk out of sickness. Walk out of doubt. Walk out of it. The prison doors are wide open. You don't belong back there. So I say to you, Satan, house of hell, give way in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, glory. Brother Branham will say, what's it gonna do? What good's it gonna do to give a canary vitamins if you just gonna keep it locked up? What good's it gonna do if me for me to preach you a sermon that'll set your soul flying if you ain't gonna believe me? It don't matter what the preacher prophesies over you or whoever speaks over you, it won't do you one lick of good until you believe it. How about this Bible can tell you that you're completely set free tonight? How about this Bible can tell you that you're completely whole tonight? How about this Bible can tell you that you're delivered tonight? How about this Bible can tell you that you can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost if you'll just repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus? But it ain't going to do me one bit of good. It ain't going to do you one bit of good unless you believe it. How many believe God's greater than cancer? How many believe God's greater than sickness? How many believe that God's greater than diseases? How many believe that they're able to walk out of the prison cells? Amen. All right, we got 50%. We're going for the rest. Brother Branham said the believer's promise is eternal life. The believer's promise is life, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, patience, fruitness, fruit of the Spirit, divine healing, and a dozen things here. <laughs> Ned, that is your possession. It belongs to you, but you can't have it until you fight for it. You were built to fight for it. You were built and anointed to take it. You are going to come against Satan and when you come against him, you've got to come against him in the name of Jesus Christ. Because at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Satan is afraid of that name. He flees at that name. You remember when Brother Brandon walked into that spiritualist camp and they had that guitar and that table and those things flying around in the room and that spiritualist looked at him and said, I hear that you're a preacher. Why don't you, by your power, why don't you throw these things down? He said, I don't have no power, but the one I represent does. And so he began to stand there and say, In the name of the Holy Church, I command you to come down. And the table stood right there. He said, In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, I command you to come down. And it stood right there. But when he said, I command you, in the name of Jesus Christ, come down. That table about broke every leg off of it. Because why? There is power in the name of Jesus Christ to break every chain. Why don't you go speak in that name? There is an anointing here that will set you free if you'll just arise and shake yourself, Peter. David said in Psalms 118, all nations Uh, verse 10 all nations come past me about but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them in the name of the Lord will I destroy the nations that rose against me I want you to realize young people you're going to come against an enemy but you ain't got to scream at that enemy to make him move screaming at a devil ain't going to make him move Brother Brandon said, now, he don't care how much you cut up. They ain't going to bother him. You can't scare him. There's only one thing that will move him. That's true divine faith in Christ. That'll take him right now. He's afraid of that. That's right. And when you really got the blood of Christ behind you, backing your faith up, moving up like that, he will move away. Ain't that powerful? Ain't that powerful? That true divine faith in Christ will make him move. So not only are you saying that Satan's got to leave, but the blood's backing you up. You're going to walk out of here tomorrow evening, and you're going to walk out and you're going to go back to daily life. But there's something that happened to you at this camp. Something supernatural happened to you while you are here. How many can testify to that right now? something supernatural is happening something something's working something's moving something's beginning to breathe it's pulsating you're gonna walk out there and there's going to come against there's going to come against you enemies foes demonic powers things that the enemy tempted you with before he's going to come back and he's going to try to tempt you with them again but you can scream at him all you want to you can shout at him all you want to but that won't make him leave but your faith in this word will make him leave and your faith will scream out and say you're not welcome in this house I'm not going to allow you to tempt me with those things anymore I'm not going to allow you to destroy my life with those things anymore I am not allowing it and you are not standing there on your own accord but I want you to know the blood of Jesus is backing you up Ain't that a powerful thing tonight to know that your faith is speaking? But not only is your faith speaking, but the blood is speaking. The blood is your backup. Jesus said that he's your re-reward. He's got your front. He's got your back. The blood's got my back tonight. Hallelujah. The blood has got my back. When Brother Branham come up against that maniac in Portland, Oregon. And that enemy said that tonight, tonight I'm going to expose you. You're nothing but a snake in the grass. Brother Branham said, by the Spirit of the Lord, tonight you'll bow over my feet. And that enemy screamed out, I'll show you whose feet you'll bow over. But you'll realize that the enemy had to figure out who belonged and who didn't. You see, the blood was standing there. He was not that Brother Branham in the flesh was something, but there was something on the inside of his soul that was packing. There was a power there. There was a power, there was a blood there. And the blood said that the prophet could stand there. The prophet said the blood, the blood said that the prophet belonged there. And the Spirit of the Lord proved who belonged there. And Satan lost. Satan's a loser. Satan's a loser. A loser means to, uh, it is an un- unable to succeed. That's what Satan is. He's unable to succeed. A loser is someone who is doomed to fail. That's what Satan is. A loser is someone who is consistently losing. That's what Satan is. You realize this evening that you are disputing with a conquered enemy. That, that you are the enemy that keeps whispering in your ear and making all kinds of, of bluffs to you. He, 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 he knows. He knows the only thing that he's got is the power to bluff you. And if you believe him, that's your own good. And you'll just go on out with it, but you don't have to believe him. You don't have to believe him. That's all he is, is a bluff. But my prophet told me that I was made out, I made all that stuff that can't be bluffed. And that came down from Calvary. Right. Amen. The prophet would say that you're an invincible army and that you're too powerful to be defeated. And Satan is constantly losing. And if it's okay with you, I'd like to go through some quotes. that The prophet said, where well, Satan is a loser. Is that okay with you this evening? He said, now, Satan, be careful. Let's bow our heads, our Heavenly Father. Thou art here to heal the sick, to perform miracles, to cast out demons, to reveal secrets of the people's hearts, to call demons by their names, to heal all manner of sickness and diseases among the people. Lord God, we thank you for everything that thou hast done this night and pray, God, that this will be a great night. That every person in this building may rise as, as this woman out of her wheelchair just now standing by faith, believing God may they go home healed every one of them and made completely whole. I now ask this blessing on their, of their healing through Jesus Christ's name. Satan, thou ungodly spirit you that tries to bind the people with unbelief and tries to make them doubt, you are a loser. You are defeated. I now plead the blood of Jesus, the blood of Christ around every believer that you foul spirit leave this audience in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out from the people. Liberate them through Christ's name. Again he says, Satan, you who bound these people, they they have been prayed over. God's blessings have been asked over them. You are a loser in the name of Jesus rise up from there here comes a lady paralyzed out of the chair raise up look at here come out of that wheelchair walking praise the Lord here comes another one out another lady paralyzed from the wheelchair standing up praising God let's raise our hands giving God praise everywhere that's right rise up everywhere over there in the name of the Lord Jesus stand on your feet little boy stretch forth your hand there and be made well wheelchairs are moved back people are falling in the And having a glorious hallelujah praise be to God. Again he says bring the lady here. Let me show you something. What this lady suffers with. There's dozens of you in here with it. That woman suffering with a mental nervousness. She's real nervous and upset. Isn't that right? Raise your hand if that's true. How many in the ear has that kind of nervousness raised to your feet to be healed at this time? Come on, I know you're here. That spirit's begging mercy, mercy, mercy. Here's what God's been wanting me to do. I just fell into it right here. Satan, you are a loser in Jesus Christ's name. Come out of every one of them, all right? Five years, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. That's what God's been wanting. I couldn't see it till now. I see what it means every person in here can go home and eat without stomach trouble. That was bad. Every nervous case can go home and be well. How many has been nervous in your life? You can go home well. Now just a moment, there's a strong move from this man. Oh, here it is. You have cancer, sir. have cancer so do you is that right she had cancer that's right lady you can't live without God neither can you every person that has cancer stand to your feet are you ready to be healed are you ready to rise from that God go home and be made well All right, in the name of Jesus Christ get up and go home rise up and walk in the name of the Lord Jesus in the name of the Lord Jesus go home and be way whole be made well go home and get well almighty God in the name of your son Jesus christ i rebuke every demon of power come out and i say satan you are a loser you are a loser you are a loser you're consistently losing satan you will lose tonight you will lose tonight you're nothing but a bluff Don't you dare allow him to trick you into staying in that condition. He's a loser. He's just trying to keep you bound by his lies. But rise up out of it. He's a loser. Brother Martin, your mama, she may have had cancer. But in the name of Jesus Christ, cancer is defeated. Ron Spencer may have had cancer. But cancer had to get cancer and leave. Satan's tried to keep you bound. Don't you stay there. He's a loser. Don't you lie. Don't you allow him to lie to you. You don't belong bound up by that demon of power. He's a loser. Satan, you're a loser. Satan, you're a loser. Satan, you're a loser. You can't hold these people any longer. You're exposed right now. You can't hold them any longer. Come out of them in the name of Jesus. Leave every one of them. Satan, turn the people loose. Come out of them, you're a loser. Come out of them, you're a loser. Come out of them, you're a loser. And there's not one that God's ordained a life that you can hold. There's not one that he can hold. There's not one that he can hold. Why stay there? Break out, Legion. Break out. You ask, does God care? Brother Branham said it. he cares. Do you care? He said Legion cared enough to push past those demons. Do you care tonight? Press past your fear. Press past your scars. Press past it. Satan's a loser. Satan, you turn these people loose. Come out of them, you are loser. There's not a one that God's ordained to life that you can hold. They'll come out anyhow. They'll come out anyhow. They're coming out anyhow. You're sitting there and you're thinking there's no way possible that my friend can get out of their situation. Why would you sit there and think that? They're coming out anyhow. You may doubt they're coming out, but they're coming out anyhow. You may say there's no way there's too much dirt piled on top of them. But I want you to know that the greater the seed, you can pile dirt on top of dirt on top of dirt. When God quickens that seed, it's coming up. It may come through all kinds of mud. It may come through all kinds of water. But that lily has to come up when the quickening power of the S-O-N begins to look on it. It begins to pull it up. Satan, they're coming up anyhow. You've lost the battle. You're a loser. They're coming up. Come on, come on, little bride. You know who you are. And if you know who you are, you know who you are not. If you know who you are, you know who you're not. Well, Michael, me and you are good friends. We're really good friends. I love you. I wish I could look as good as you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at that curly hair. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. But you know, I love him, and we're very connected as a family. But do you realize that I'm a Spencer, and I'm not a Ray. As much as I would want maybe to be a Ray, maybe to have that curly hair. <laughs> maybe my wife could run her fingers through my curly hair. But you know, I know, I know deep down I could act all I want to to be like a ray, but that don't make me a ray. Is that right? You can act all you want to as a Christian. But if you ain't a Christian, just because you act, just because you dress right, just because you try to talk the language of the message don't make you a message believer. But if you know who you are, if you know you're a message believer, If you know you got the Holy Ghost, you know who you are not. I know I'm a Spencer. I was born a Spencer. There ain't never been a day that I ever doubted that I was a Spencer. I look like a Spencer. I talk like a Spencer. I preach like a Spencer. So I know I'm not a Ray. And I know I'm not an Andes. So if I know that I'm a son of God, I know I'm not a spawn of Satan. I know I'm not a child of the devil. If I know who I am. I know who I am not don't allow him to lie to you no more God gave you the Holy Ghost and that's nothing but a demon of hell trying to tell you that you didn't get it but when he gave it to you he didn't take it from you Hallelujah. Hallelujah you're sealed until the day of your redemption Amen. Satan you're a loser Amen. Satan you're a loser I not you to say it from your lips Satan you're a loser. You done lost this battle. You done lost this battle. You're a loser. Mother Branham said that Satan got the first Eve to stop and listen to him. And by reasoning powers, he got her to stop and listen to him. But I want you to know what the prophet of God said. This is not just an ordinary man, but this is a prophet that could see all the way. He can look into this bride and he could say that this last Eve is predestinated not to listen to the devil. If you're the bride of Jesus Christ, there's no way you're going to listen to that tormentor. Why don't you get up out of it? He's a loser, he's defeated. Right now, right now I want you to accept your victory. I want you to accept your victory. I want you to proclaim it from your lips. I'm overcoming. I'm not surviving. I'm overcoming. I'm going to win this thing. I'm going to battle to the end. I'm going to overcome. I'm going to live right. I'm going to talk right. Because he's going to come and do the work. I want you to start speaking from your lips. This is my victory. I'm going to win this thing. I was told to show up and I'm going to show up. I'm here to fight for you, Jesus. I'm here to live for you, Jesus. If there's only one going in Canada, let it be me. If there's one going in Washington, let it be me. Satan, you're a loser. Satan, you're a loser. Bride, you're a winner. Satan, you're a loser. Bride, you're a winner. I want you to start speaking these things into the atmosphere, and I want you to release them in the name of Jesus Christ. Cancer has to leave. Depression has to leave. That demon of hell has to leave. Your little fear has to leave. Satan can't hold you. You're coming anyhow. You're coming anyhow. You're coming anyhow. Why don't you let the angel on in? Why don't you let him on in? Why don't you rise it up out of it? He's asking you to rise up out of it. He's asking you to make a reaction to an action. He's asking you to get up out of it. Don't you stay there no longer. Don't you stay there bound. Young men rise to the occasion. Young women rise to the occasion. Satan, you're a loser. Satan, you're a loser. Satan, you're a loser. Satan, you're a loser. Satan, you can't take his life. Hallelujah. 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 Do you feel that? Do you feel that? Do you feel that breeze of the Holy Ghost? Do you feel him calling out to you? Do you feel him? More than you feel it, he said he'd be with you. He'd be in you to the end of the world. Don't put these things off. This could be the last time you ever set in His presence. This is where you belong. Out, you belong in the land of victory. You say, I "Already got the Holy Ghost." Why don't you ask for more? Why don't you pray for your brother? You watch the friends walk right on out of here. And they didn't receive what you got. Won't you pray for them? I'm allowing you a time to sound out your victories. I'm allowing you a time. I'm allowing you a time to ask. I'm giving you time to believe just now. And when you've had a victory, I want you to sound it out. Let him move. Don't you bind him? Let him move. 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 The enemy think he's got you. He's been planting an uppercut at you all this time, but greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Won't you let God loose? But you let God loose. God's the one that will bring the victory. But he's got to have somebody that he can work through. The prophet said that you're his victory. You're his victory, but he's got to have somebody that he can live through. Your hands is his hands. Your feet is his feet. Say, so let this mind be in me. Let this mind be in me. The battle about me. The battle is the Lord's. I have showed up. And I'm going to allow him to win. I'm going to allow him to defeat this demon. I'm going to allow him to conquer this demon. I'm going to allow him to work. I'm going to allow him to move. I open up every channel of my spirit and say, God, move where you want to. Live where you want to. Purge my life. Father, there's sin in my life. There's sickness in my life. I can't overcome on my own. But God, I let myself loose. I let myself loose, Papa. I let myself loose. I let myself loose. Let Him loose in your life. Let Him loose in your life. Let Him loose in your life. Hallelujah. 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 Let the musicians come. Strongholds. Strongholds are broken. Strongholds are broken. Chains are broken. You're liberated in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, well, I need a word from the Lord to tell me I'm free. He said, you can walk out of it. The Spirit of the Lord has anointed me to set the captives free. You can walk out of it. I stand here as a son of God. And I speak to you in the name of Jesus Christ. You can walk out of it. You can arise and come out of it. Son, don't you stay in there no longer. That attack, Brother John. That attack, Brother John, came from hell. Let's send it back to hell. He pointed his sword at the wrong family. He's too big to miss, Brother John. Let's call him out. Let's call him out in the streets. Let's call him out in the streets. Let's bring out the double bear shotgun of the word. He don't belong in that. You don't belong in that. He don't belong in that. He don't belong in that. He belongs in the land of the living. Satan, take your hands off of God's property. They're not your property. They never were your property. You tried to grab them at the very beginning. When Adam fell in the beginning, you tried to grab the book. But before, but before you could grab the book, Satan, there was a mighty conqueror that grabbed the book and said, They're mine. They're mine. You can't have them. And he's here. He's here. This is the hour. This is the hour for those things to be manifested. The angel of the Lord is here. The angel of the Lord is here. The same one that came and troubled the waters. And the first one that stepped in was completely delivered. Won't you step in? Won't you step in, son? 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 You belong in the land of healing. You belong in this land. 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 Satan's not going to win. Satan's not going to win. Satan's not going to win. He's trying to tell you he's going to win but he don't. He's not going to win. He's a loser. Your prophet said you're an invincible army he can't have you. He can't have your family. He can't have your family. Won't you start doubting your doubts? You're a winner. You're a winner. You're a winner. You're a winner. The angel Lord's here moving. Won't you step out? Won't you step in the water? Won't you step in the water? You ain't got to live there no more. Won't you step in the water? You can take up your bed and walk, such as I have. Give I thee in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk, Cloverdale. Rise up and walk, Cloverdale. Rise up and walk, Ella. Rise up and walk. The angel Lord's moving. The angel Lord's here. He's wanting to touch your life. He's wanting to bring you a victory. You chose this path of despised few, and He's here to bring you a tremendous victory, and you can celebrate. You can let it loose from your shout. You can shout it out. Hallelujah. Satan is lost. Satan is lost. You can sound it out with a shout of triumph. You can celebrate. Tonight's my night. Tonight's my night. Tonight's my night. Tonight's my night. You that are streaming, I say to you, let it loose. Sound it out. You don't have to live there no more. The angel's moving. The angel's moving, the angel's moving, the angel's moving, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, there's liberty to walk out of the prison doors, there's liberty to walk out of cancer, there's liberty to walk out of a wheelchair, there's liberty to walk out of bondage, there's liberty to walk out of fear. You've been asking, you've been asking, and God's heard every single time you prayed, every single time you prayed, Every single time you prayed. Now I want you to get ready. Tonight's a night of celebration. Tonight's a night of celebration. This ain't a night. This ain't a night to just stand there and defeat. Tonight's a night to celebrate. Tonight's a night. Tonight's a night to celebrate. Tonight's a thing, tonight to thank him. Tonight's a night to drag the lives head all around this camp. Dragging all around this camp. Tonight's your night of celebration. You can run through this camp. You can tell your friend, "I overcame." You can overcome. Tonight's a night. Tonight's a night. Tonight's a night. Sister Katie, tonight's a night. You've been claiming. I want you to claim them one more time. One more time, Mama. You coming in? Daddy, you coming in? Papa, you coming in? Brother, you coming in? Tonight's a night of celebration tonight's a night of celebration brother Tom you're moving to the top of the list tonight's a night of celebration hallelujah